I'm Ayanna Contreras for Vocalo. Grammy Award-winning keyboardist, R&B soul singer, songwriter, producer, and organist Corey Henry pays homage to those who came before him on his solo album, Best of Me, which was released September 17th. Following a touring hiatus, he's back on the road, and I caught him over the phone. We discussed his deepest musical heroes, favorite keyboards, and what it's like to be back on tour again. Um, um, congratulations on this new record. It sounds amazing, as always. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Really happy about it. Um, yeah, tell me about the process for making this one. Um, I made this record really focused on it in about a month. <laughs> um, I had some sessions and writing sessions with some of my friends over the last year or so um, while working in L.A., just on multiple various different concepts and stuff like that. But the month of June or something like that is uh, I kind of just buckled down and wanted to, you know, like find a, a vibe and something that's going to inspire me um, to, like, make music. And I've been listening to a lot of my favorite artists that normally where I start, you know, like Stevie Wonder, Prince, Marvin Gaye. And um, I wanted to make music that sound or maybe felt like the music I was listening to. One record in particular was um, The Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really inspired by, you know, Stevie just, you know, playing all the instruments and producing and all the stuff that he does regularly. <laughs> I wanted to kind of take that kind of approach for this album. So I feel like each song of this particular record represents some kind of musical hero to me in some sort of way, you know, it's kind of fashion. Each one of these songs, it's 11 new tunes and I'm excited about it. <laughs> okay. So some of them are probably more obvious than others, right? Like one of them sounds like Prince spit it out almost but like with uh, your spin on it. One of them sounds super Stevie. I mean, a few of them do, but best of me probably is the one that's the closest. Like, who are some of the deeper cuts that people might not guess or pick up on? Uh, they say Adila. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, In My Feelings is, has a Dilla vibe to it. Jimi Hendrix, funny, um, Sly and the Family Stone. D'Angelo. Mm. Uh, let me take one more. Oh, um, Edgar Winter. <laughs> that was a deep cut. I think yeah. the road was kind of influenced a little bit by Edgar Winter. Edgar Winter group. Um, that's a, yeah, I would argue that's a deep cut. Yeah, that's kind of deep. A lot of, I don't talk about him a lot. But yeah, Edgar Winter is badass. Huh. 
You know about Edgar Winter? You know about that? I do. There's like, what is that Frankenstein? Is that them? Uh, what's the what's the hit song? Um, oh man, now I gotta look this up. It got a hit song, and it's on like every movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I know Frankenstein. Movie. That's the one that I'm most familiar with. Yeah, I think like that Yeah, but I'm familiar with that group a little bit. I got a couple of the records, just because mm-hmm. I think part of why is because like he's so striking, and those covers are striking because he's yes. striking. Yeah. That's kind of why I picked him up in the first place. Yeah. 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 You're like, what, what, what's going on here? <laughs> right. What is going on here? Yeah. You haven't really been touring, right? Like nope. most folks. So do you think that's sort of changed your relationship to listening to other people's music? Um, not really. I feel like I go through cycles of listening to music anyway. But, um, one thing that kind of doesn't change to me is listening to the heroes. You know, like, I'm often listening to more of my heroes than I'm listening to anything else. So um, i kind of been digging deep into that during the pandemic, even deeper into stuff that uh, maybe I never heard before from some of my heroes or maybe if I heard it before and listening to it with a different perspective, different air. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been... Keeping up with what's current as well, too, so it's a little bit as well. But yeah. mostly, it's like I've been in the studio. I feel like that has what changed since touring. It's like I just really put myself in the studio, and that's all I want to do now. That's a good point. I just thought about that. Like when you're touring, you're kind of in that mode, but then it's like, okay, it's time to finally take what we've been, you know, kind of incubating on a stage and put it into a studio. Whereas in this case, you're spending probably like a lot of this time incubating stuff in a studio space. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's it's way different doing it this way. Normally we just go out and play and and then go to the studio. But this record here is made in a studio and we've played it once or twice and it's been interesting. (laughs) Because uh, it's, it's, it's more of my chill. I feel like I'm more of my chill stuff is being played this time around. So it's nice uh, to get people's feedback and see how people are enjoying the music. And um, it's been fun to play the music. So. Yeah. And also, I noticed that this album is mostly instrumentals. So you were yeah. able to really just like vibe out. Although I will say, I enjoy your voice. So every time you sing, I'm excited. So <laughs> I will say that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank the you. waterfall is probably my favorite so far. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing, though, right? Like, I need a two-step in my life. So, like, I'm always going to, like, like gravitate towards that sort of sound. Waterfall is one of my favorites, too. Uh features my good friend, Mr. Talkbox, on that particular one. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kills it. He just kills it. It was a song I wrote. I actually, I actually, wrote, I actually wrote Waterfall a few years ago, um, but it just happened to make its way back. We were sitting in the studio. I said, I, I never recorded this song. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, had him on that and, and, and a few of Funk Apostle buddies on that one as well. So, cool. Yeah. 
cool. I'm, I'm a two-stepper. That in the opening, you got the, you got the two steps on that one. Right. That's true. Yes. Yeah. But all in all, are you happy with the record and, and happy with this tour that's going on? Because it feels different. It's got to feel a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with it. The record is a, is a concept album. Um, I want people to just vibe. It's a vibe album. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's like... It's like I put out put it out for a certain specific reason and I hope that people vibe to it the way I do, you know, late at night or something like that because <laughs> um, it has that thing to it. And I'm happy with the tour. The tour's been great so far. We played uh, in Indianapolis last night and we played uh, Camden and Ashbury in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been fun. It's been fun just playing new music in, ge- in general. Um it's my first time being back out on a tour in two years, and that's crazy to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's been it's been good. I I miss it and I love it. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, I I'm I'm just looking to put out a lot more music. You know, I'm not I'm happy with what we did. And I'm already on to the next one, trying to get more music out. What's interesting about you? Um, is that you're saying that, and yet I would argue that you're probably one of the more prolific artists of our generation in terms of, you know, everybody's always putting out a single, but in terms of you will be dropping these albums. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> albums still matter. <laughs> Prince said, albums matter. <laughs> and there's nothing like, I, I feel like, okay, the singles is cool, and I, I will do that. EPs are cool. And I would do that, right? But it's nothing like listening to an album to get an artist. You know, I've listened to a few albums recently, and I feel like I know the artist better. Yeah, but I listened to Yeba's album recently. Yeba's a good friend of mine, and um, um, but after hearing the album, I was like, man, I kind of understand you a little bit differently. Like, like there's a, there's all this time and space to to get engulfed into the music, and I feel like right now, like we're living this this space and time where like because of social media and all these other influences, they got us on this, oh, one minute, one song or short kind of like situation. I mean, short, like time frames, I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. And it's like, I don't think that's how we always have to listen to music. It's like, it doesn't have to be about that. You know, it could be about sitting down for an hour or two, you know, like it's like eating dinner, like eating a good dinner, three course meal. <laughs> like, I take your time and, and, and dissect it. And, and I love albums, so I'm going to continue to do that as much as I can. Yeah. Speaking of albums, so you're on Donda, and there's all this conversation about what made it onto Donda, what didn't make it on Donda, yada, yada, yada. Um, when you found out that you made the final cut, how did you feel? Were you excited to be a part of this album that everybody was, like, kind of buzzing about for so long? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited that I made the cut. Um, <laughs> I was in the studio with, with Ye for, I think, four days about. And um, uh, it was just an amazing experience um, get, being able to sit with him, talk to him, listen, and making the cut. I felt so good. This is one of the uh, most anticipated albums, I feel like, of the year, if not decade because it's been so while so so mm-hmm. it's been a little while since he released the record and i'm most mostly proud of that i was able to do my thing like mm-hmm. just play the organ you know the thing i'm i'm most comfortable with and mm-hmm. um 
to have that experience to be called to just do my thing and not have to do anything else is the thing I hold to the most from this experience. Um, I learned so much. I mean, I played on a few songs, actually. I played on like eight or ten. <laughs> but I'm glad it was like two or three made it, so. Yeah. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, just to wrap things up, what are you most looking forward to for 2022? I mean, I, I think it's hard to look forward because we don't know what, what's going on, but what are you looking forward to? In 2022? Yeah. Is that right? What year is it? Yeah, like that's crazy. Uh <laughs> I'm looking forward to, I just guess, releasing more music. That's kind of where I've been, re- releasing music. I'm looking forward to um, transitioning into TV and licenses and things and movies and video games. And uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that type of stuff. I'm looking forward to uh, being good in 2K. I oh, know that's kind of <laughs> random. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. But mainly just releasing more music. I got. I've been sitting on so much music, um, and this, I've been so creative during this pandemic time that I'm really just looking forward to releasing music and letting the world hear these songs. So I'm really happy about and proud of. So get ready. Let the flood the market. <laughs> oh, one more question. This is a dumb question. Okay, you got all the money in the world to buy one more synthesizer keyboard like what would or electric piano whatever you can name it what would it be and why all the money in the world to buy so like okay let's say some people would say a jupiter six or something like that you know what i'm saying like you could buy og keyboard whatever you want what would it be and why there's a there's a few that i probably want I have a Jupiter Six though. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay, that was little, a little flex. flex, little flex, <laughs> little flex. You know. Uh, uh, let me think. I mean, the next keyboard I want right now is an OB Six, the the OG, mm-hmm. the Prince Prince keyboard. But I feel like if I was able to get one thing that I know has cost a lot of money, it's the uh, it's the Stevie Wonder organ, the uh, what's it, Yamaha. It was like the string organ. I can't. Hmm. It looks, it was, I wish I knew the name of it. I've seen it in one studio, like in my entire life mm-hmm. in LA. Would you like to go with me down my dead end street? Uh, but he did, like, uh, I think he did the Dillis Ghetto Land strings with that or whatever, but it looks like an organ, but it's a synth. Hmm. Um, it has a Leslie with it, and I should know the name of it. I know Yamaha makes it, or used to make it, rather. It's been discontinued. Mm-hmm. There's only like four left right. in the world. But that thing is incredible. Well, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I so feel now like I learned something new. Now we got to go on a hunt to find an actual. See if I can Google it. Mm, that's a good one. See, like for me, in, in, I dream about a clavinet, but clavinet seems like it's too high maintenance for me because you got to change those little pads and this and that. I'm like, that sounds like a lot. But <laughs> oh yeah, the clavs are great. It's actually uh, it's not that hard. I mean, it's not like I change strings, but it's not that hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. it, it's not. Like, it's not like the world of you. Yeah. Because that's the thing that they don't talk about, the part where there's, like, maintenance. You can't just – it's not like a MIDI. It's like there's a lot going on with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 
I have yeah. an ARP that needs some help right now. It needs some love. <laughs> yeah, I have an ARP soloist. I have a Farfisa professional. And, yeah, I feel like that's enough of my time, just trying to keep those, you know. Crazy. Yeah. That Farfisa is beautiful. I really enjoy that one. So, Farfisa yeah. is great. I need to get one of those. Yeah, I put a uh, Y pedal on it to kind of soften it a little bit. Cause oh, that's the thing about Yeah, it, ke- it keeps, it lets you do a little play-play with it. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the Yamaha synth I'm talking about, this looks too new. Maybe they try to do it over. The EX1, but hmm. this looks pretty new. Maybe the maybe it was called GX1. But yeah, hmm. you gotta check it out. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm totally gonna look it up. Yeah. You know, it's always nice to dream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather someone like you have it though, someone who's really a master, than just some collector any day of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm Ayana Contreras for Vocalo.